This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Welcome back to Scissors and Scrubs. I'm Nicole. I'm Laura. And it's that time where we're switching into a new year. We're looking at 2023. I can't even. I think it's going to be the fifth year for Scissors and Scrubs. Really? I think so. Holy shit. I think we're five years oh, in. Thank God. Um, So we're actually recording this the week before Christmas. Yes. And I don't even know how we found time to squeeze out yeah, the recording. Yeah, you know, what else do we have to do? <laughs> Work. Because I'm not, we're not busy at all. I no. don't have cookie. I didn't even get cards out this year. So I love you. I love everybody. I'm sorry. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. <laughs> You're not getting a card this year. I'll try to redeem myself next year. Um, And in the Christmas spirit, we decided to cover... Headaches and migraines yes. for New Year's Eve, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, Christmas gives you them, too. Yeah. All so the running the, around. The holiday the season, all that yeah. drinking you're doing, well, we're going to cover headaches mm-hmm. and migraines. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add before we go into this? We just finished the Patriots game, which was the worst outcome I've ever seen. It, it was, like, awful. I, I am, you I've know, never seen I'm, a horrible play like that I'm a diehard fan. But it's bad. If we Shit's don't bad. do something with these coaches, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. It's bad. I think. Bill has seen his days. Oh, God. The decision making is just... His days. God bless. It's aggravating me. Well, Laura, I'm going to kick it off with good old headaches, okay. which I get hormonal headaches. Suffer them every time I'm going to get my period. Yes. Either three days before, three days during. It's in the last fucking days. Yes. So what is a headache? What is a headache, you might ask? Well, let me tell you what a headache is. Hmm. It's pain you have in your head or face, and it is described as throbbing, constant, sharp or dull. Mm-hmm. They can differ greatly in pain type. You can in the severity and in the location of frequency. Yes. Headaches are very common and most people will suffer from one in their lifetime. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Um when Katie was in college, I've stopped, you know, I've had headaches and migraines my whole life. Katie was in college and she I went up to visit her. She's like, I I have to apologize to you. And I'm like, what? And she's like, um, I know you always like would complain about having a headache or a migraine. I'm like, I don't really get like what she's complaining about. She's like, and I had my first headache. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, I've had my first headache like last week. She was in college and had had I her first headache. Had been suffering headaches. I can remember getting the baby Joseph's aspirin from my mother. You remember those? The no, chewable fucking aspirin? Baby Joseph's. I like the taste of them. Yeah. Because I would get headaches all the time. I was in an MRI at like age seven or yeah. something because of the wicked severe headaches. All the time. I had. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. You're like 20. You just did, now. Had she never even had a headache. hangover headache. She had never had a headache. I'm infamous for hangover I, headaches. Uh, nope, never had a headache. Ugh, I can't even think when I have a headache. No, I can't. I don't want to look at anybody. No. I don't want to talk to anybody. Sometimes I'm nauseous. I want to just lay in, a, in bed. Don't I? I'm like pounding aspirin and Tylenol. I don't know how my liver is still fucking functioning between all the Tylenol. But anyway, so yes, I do understand that people don't get them because my friend didn't have one. I can't. So I can't. Twenty. I can't. I don't understand that. Well, there's more than 50 types of headaches out there. And they fall into two categories, primary and secondary. Mm-hmm. Primary headaches, they're caused by dysfunction or an overactivity in your head causing pain. It's like such a basic explanation. Yeah. It kind of makes me laugh. Yeah. It's not caused by an underlying, any kind of underlying condition. Right, it's just so it's not like a brain tumor or fucking diabetes. It's just the diabetes. It's just you have a brain, uh, you have headaches. Um, so the types of primary attention, which is most common, like, you know, you, you get, I get a lot of tension cause my shoulders, like I will sometimes get up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom and I can feel my shoulders like, yeah. And I'll like, 
visibly just you know yeah. take them yeah. down for and me. I, yes. I relax take them down for me. <laughs> my neck is always super super tight yeah um you get migraines or you can get cluster headaches mm-hmm. now um new daily persistent headaches ndph they are god i really should have written better um or you can have new daily persistent headaches that's a type of headache bingo things that trigger primary headaches alcohol shocking <laughs> big fucking shocker yeah. so my new thing is now if i drink like maybe i was out drinking last night with somebody in this room no and i had a couple of drinks and way way too much salt i woke Jesus up and i couldn't Christ. even open my mouth it was so dry i, I took a large glass dunkin donuts cup yeah. to bed and drank the whole thing through the course of the night yeah i was like yeah i was literally we like, had my so mouth. much fucking salt <laughs> chips and salsa <laughs> chips and salsa holy pierogies it was not oh good. my god so my new thing now is I take water to bed. Mm. I take two asthma before I go to bed. And usually mm. my two Excedrin. I drink my water all night. Every time I get up, I drink more water. And then I slowly get out of the bed. Oh, I, so far, I haven't had a headache. Like, when I say slowly, I'm TikToking oh, for two hours. Oh, I lay there for, like, <laughs> completely <Yes>. flat <laughs> for, like, an hour looking on my phone doing this, yeah. doing that. And then I'll roll Gently. over. And, like, okay, that was all right. And then I'll try to sit. It's That's like a two-hour-long yep. process. Yep. So I may get up at 8.30, but I yep. get out of the bed about 10.30. And I gently work my way yes. through the day. So alcohol. Alcohol. A lot of the reason you're getting a headache from the alcohol is because you're severely dehydrated. Yep. So your head's like you're pumping mud through your brain. Uh, foods like meats that contain nitrates. Mm-hmm. Red wine. I look at red wine. Oh, done. Instant headache. Done. Although I had mulled wine yesterday and I did <gasps> not have a hot. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> maybe, maybe if it's heated, the nitrates burn off. Well, we went over to a girlfriend's house and she's like, do you want a drink before we go out? I'm like, sure. She pulls out a bottle of red wine into my head. I'm like, fuck, fuck. fuck. <laughs> I'm like, that, that TikTok shit, shit, yeah. shit. So I'm like, oh, red wine. She's like, don't worry, I buy the red wine that doesn't give you a headache. I'm like, I hope so, dude, because I'm looking at that I and know. I can feel the pain. I know. Uh, nicotine can give you a headache. Mm. Changes in sleep, lack of sleep, a hundred percent. Yeah. If I'm overtired, like sometimes on nights, behind my eyes, mm. the pain would start. Brutal. Um, poor posture. I guess that would go. I know. So we both stayed up straight. <laughs> We're both like, oh, oh, oh. Wait a <laughs> maybe that's why I have headaches all the time. My posture is terrible. Exertion. If I'm, if it's hot out and I decide, well, let's say my 10 years ago when it was hot out and I would go for a run, mm. I'd come home with a migraine. Yeah. Um, hmm. I have shipped meals. I don't know what that means. Skipped meals. Skipped meals. <laughs> I mean, I'm not reading it, but I'm assuming. <laughs> it must be a long. They really give you a headache. Oh, that salty <laughs> Shipped meals. Like, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> oh my god. I'm over time. All right. <laughs> that Hello Fresh will kill you every time. It comes with a bottle of its own bottle of <laughs> A little sample of it. <laughs> Stop. All right. <laughs> I really need an intern to fucking print my own words because I don't know what I'm reading out the time. All right. Co- <laughs> Coughing, sneezing, or blowing your nose. Gives they- you a headache? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, 
Yeah, if you're coughing like you have a really bad chest cold and you're hacking and you're hacking and you're hacking, just the force of the constant <coughs> will give you a headache. Mm. It does. Sneezing, I don't know. Blowing your nose, you have to be pretty aggressive. Yeah, that's a pretty aggressive. Hardy nose blow. <laughs> Straining, if you're really constipated. Oh my god, you're gonna get a headache. Laughing or crying vigorously. Yes, Maybe I'm gonna end up with one today. I gotta wipe my eyes. <laughs> I've definitely had a headache from laughing. Shift meals. All right. So primary aren't dangerous, but they can be very disruptive to your lifestyle. Yes. Um, it isn't covered when I was, but I'm going to go with hormonal headaches too. Because those, um, you know, when you drop your estrogen, you're getting ready to get your period, you drop your estrogen, a lot of women get headaches from that. I used to take Premarin the week yeah. of my headache to, to help prevent these headaches because it's not debilitating, but it's a constant headache for three days. Right. And it's, I, I can't think when I have a headache, no. I'm fucking miserable. All right, secondary headaches are caused by an underlying condition. They aren't necessarily dangerous, and they can resolve once underlying condition is resolved, like dehydration, sinus, medication overuse. Some secondary headaches can be a sign of a potential life-threatening situation, like when you get a spinal headache. So if you go in for... <laughs> I'm still leaking from laughing. <laughs> um, when you have a spinal done, if you have CSF leaking out after the spinal tap, you're going to get a massive, Ugh, massive yeah. headache. Um, untreated, it can cause a subdural hematoma and you can have seizures if mm -hmm. your CSF leak continues. Then they have thunderclap headaches. Boom. They're extremely painful headaches that come on very, very suddenly, like a thunderclap. Mm -hmm. They uh, reach their most intense pain within a minute and they last only about five minutes. Oof. But these can be signs of head injuries, brain bleeds, reversible um Cerebral vasoconstriction syndrome mm. or a sudden severe rise in your blood pressure. So your blood pressure spikes, yeah. boom, you get a massive headache. Uh, the main causes of a headache, uh, there's multiple mechanisms that um, it can activate specific nerves that activate muscles and blood vessels and mm. the nerves and the pain signals to your brain cause headaches. They run in families. My mother gets headaches mm -hmm. constantly. My brother gets headaches mm -hmm. constantly. My brother was in the hospital for migraines because they thought he had brain tumors. It just mm -hmm. turned out he was half a moron. Um, kids whose parents have migraines are four times more likely to get them, as I mm -hmm. said. You can have environmental factors that can trigger a headache. Foods like caffeine, alcohol, chocolate, and cheese. Yeah. I eat all of those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, exposures to allergens. I can tell you in the spring when um, the spring and in August, like pine. Yeah. I'm highly allergic mm -hmm. to pine. And in August, that's when it sheds its fucking shit. Mm -hmm. And I am miserable. Mi I wake up with a headache every day. Yeah. Secondhand smoke. Lived with it my entire mm -hmm. early adulthood. Maybe that's, yeah. Childhood to early adulthood, I should add. Excuse me. Strong odors from chemicals or perfumes. So I was looking for a perfume I wear, and I walked into the perfume shop. Ugh. I don't know how those fucking people work in there. No. I would, even Yankee Candle, it's too I much. could not deal with that smell no, no. all the time. It, no. I would lose my mind. Five minutes is long enough. Headaches that require immediate care, like they're sudden, they're new, or they're severe. Headaches that come with a fever, shortness of breath, stiff neck, or a rash. Mm. Or headaches that come after a head injury, or a new type of headache that's happened over the age of 55. Go see a doctor. A.S. AP, like, yes. immediately um, go right away if your headache has a new friend that it comes with. Like, all of a sudden, your headache comes with weakness. Mm -hmm. Your headache decides to come and show up with its friend dizziness. Mm -hmm. uh, sudden loss of balance or falling. 
numbness or tingling, paralysis, speech difficulties, mental confusion, seizures, personality changes, whether they like so temporal headaches can make you inappropriate. Like if you have any damage in your temporal lobe, mm-hmm. you can become like highly sexual and really inappropriate. Or if you have visual changes. Now, when I get a migraine, mm-hmm. I get the visual changes. Yeah. I get like little, um, looks like, a collide, like you said on one of them, we get like a kaleidoscope in the corner mm-hmm. of my eyes. It gets really kind of weird. Um, I don't know why this hands movement, but do you ever see the girl on TikTok that makes fun of the Kardashians? Yeah. <laughs> she does Chloe and she does the hands. It's always the hands. <laughs> I've never once seen a Kardashian episode, but I could watch that girl all goddamn day. Kim, what are you doing <laughs> They were shaking their salads. I'm sorry. Sidetrack. So ways to get rid of a headache. Over-the-counter pain meds like Tylenol, Excedrin. I swear by Excedrin. I can't. Tylenol doesn't do it. Nothing does. I have to take Excedrin for my headaches. Um, Heat or cold packs to your head. Stretching exercises. Massaging neck and head or your back. Mm -hmm. Resting. And this is what I do. I have to go into a quiet dark room. Yeah. I have to tuck something under my neck. Take a couple of aspirin and leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, or taking a walk. I don't know how fucking taking a walk is going to help. Well, if it's like me. a stress, if it's a stress headache. Maybe. Maybe. Like a tension headache. You know, like right. just get you moving. So all my information I got from the Cleveland Clinic. Uh-uh. Uh, and that's headaches in a nutshell. Nutshell. Um, I did migraines. Mm. Which are like. Headaches evil sister. Yeah. Very evil sister. Um, I got my information from healthline.com and migraineagain.com. Migraine again? Yeah. So there are seven like diagnosable types of migraines. Mm-hmm. Um, the two major are migraine with aura and migraine without aura. Then there's four subtypes of migraine with aura. And then there's chronic migraines. So we're going to talk about them all. The first one is migraines without aura, which was used to be called the common migraine. This is the most commonly diagnosed migraine, a migraine without an aura. 60 to 70 people, 60 to 70% of people with migraines do not experience auras. Which is bizarre to me because I get migraines with aura. My mother gets a migraine with aura. Do they explain what the aura is? Is it well, like go you into get it. that feeling? Yeah, because yeah. I just get that that shit on the side of my. That's face. an aura. Okay, that's a visual aura. Um, so <laughs> symptoms for a migraine without aura are uh, moderate to severe pulsating headache pain mm. that is worsened by movement. Um, he- the headache is usually accompanied by nausea and bo- vomiting, photophobia, and or phonophobia. So like sensitivity, light, or sound. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, so there's like three stages of a migraine. You get that, um, it's called the prodromal phase, which is like the warning phase. Mm-hmm. And it occurs hours or even days before the headache comes. You get no- nausea and vomiting, pho- photophobia, phonophobia, confusion, blurred vision, mood changes, fatigue, food cravings, yawning. Neck stiffness and pain. Um, these can all occur with the aura migraine as well. Um, then there's the headache phase where you have the massive headache. And then that's followed by the um, postrome phase or it's like the hangover. Yeah. You're exhausted. You're washed out. You're cognitive, cognitively impaired. Like you're not right. You're like you just don't feel right. And that can last for days. Sometimes I can also feel like it's right there waiting to come back. Yeah. You know, like you feel it right in the you back. You don't want to move. Yeah, you're it, like, if I do the wrong thing, I'm getting it back. Yeah. Um, and it, these <clears throat> attacks can last four to 72 hours. Yep. And I have had migraines four days on end. I have too. Yep. Um, the second type of migraine is migraine with aura, um, which is called, it used to be called the classical or the classic or the complicated migraine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you get visual disturbances or neurological symptoms 10 to 60 minutes before a headache comes. 
they usually don't last longer than an hour, the R's. Um, you may lose part of your vision temporarily. They may occur without headache, and they can happen at any time. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't could be triggered. sleeping and wake up with it. Yeah. You could, you know, you could just be walking down the street and get it. Like, it, they can come on at any time. The visual aura is the most common aura, and it usually features like a zigzag yep. figure, and that can spread right or left yep. across your vision. Um, other auras include abnormal sensation, numbness, muscle weakness on one side of the body, tingling in the face and hands, trouble speaking, confusion. I mean, I have trouble speaking on a good day, so. <laughs> um, and you can have, you can have, um, both migraines. Like I get, sometimes, most of the time, I get an aura. Sometimes I do not, and that is common. Like you can have migraines with and without auras, like in that one person. Mm-hmm. So you can have both times. Um, now there's aura migraine subtypes. I think there's three or four of them. You have migraine, um, without a headache. That's a my aura I've migraine. I had that once where I was I thought for sure because I had the visual changes yeah. and everything, and then the headache never yeah. came, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah. So you can have that's a aura migraine subtype. Mm-hmm. This migraine without headache. That's characterized by visual problems, um, other aura symptoms, nausea and vomiting, constipation, but no headache. Um, you can also get fever, dizziness, and um, unexplained pain can also be an aura without headache migraine. Then you can have migraine with brainstem aura or a basilar type migraine. That mainly affects children and adolescents. Um, it's a migraine with an aura that originates from the brainstem, but you have no motor weakness. Um, they're common in teen girls and they're associated with their menstrual cycles. Okay. Symptoms are partial or total loss of vision, double vision, dizziness, loss of balance, poor muscle coordination, slurred speech, um, tinnitus, which is like a ringing in your ears, um, fainting. It's throbbing pain and it's very, very sudden and it's felt on both sides of the head and the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Um, I had those when I was a teenager or a kid and a teenager. I usually get one-sided. Yeah. Um, then this hemiplegic migraine. They are very rare, but severe, and they cause temporary paralysis on one side of the body prior to or during the headache. Is this the reader wrote in? Yes. What he yeah. had? Um, what so, she had, I Yeah, remember. saying there was a girl. Um, sometimes these last, you can be paralyzed, paralyzed. for several days. Oof. Not always, but you That's can upsetting. be for several days. <clears throat> um, symptoms are, you have vertigo, pricking or stabbing sensations, problem seeing, problem speaking, problem swallowing. They can begin prior to the headache pain, but usually stop shortly after you get the headache. Um, it can run in families. It's called familial hemiplegic migraine. They're, that's very, very, very rare. But there's at least three distinct genetic forms of familial hemiplegic migraine that have been identified. The genetic, the genetic mutations the make genetic, brain... The genetic version. I'm like, really? They no, have their own headache? No. The genetic <laughs> mutations make brain the brain more susceptible by increasing the brain levels of glutamate. So they found that 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 triggers these familial hemiplegic migraines that sound awful. Um, And then there's retinal migraine. It's even more rare Mm -hmm. than the hemiplegic migraine. It's characterized by attacks of visual loss and disturbance in one eye. And it's usually is associated with head pain. But you just, usually the R you get in both eyes, Mm -hmm. the, the retinal right. migraine, it's usually just in one eye because it affects the retina, not the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's chronic migraines. 15 or more headache days per month 
for more than three months. Oh, no, 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 no. Is no, chronic no. migraines. That's awful. And to be chronic migraine, it, you, those headaches have to have migraine features at least eight days per month. Oh, could you imagine? I, when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I had this. It was a constant constant i like couldn't get out of bed i couldn't pick my head up it was oh, no, 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 non-stop no, no, constant um it was awful it can be with or without the aura um they're often disabling if you have a migraine for half of the month it's disabling yeah. um and it usually requires preventative med meds and like behaviors to now, help did you just grow them or after i had jack they never came back like that i get migraines but no after I had kids, my hormonal ones stopped until now, where I'm like premenopausal. Yeah, yeah. Now I can, they're all back. Yeah, again. I'm waiting for them to come back. Like within the last year. They literally, it was literally minimum 10 days a month. It was oh, awful. And they'd be like three, four, five awful. days. They yeah. were awful. I, it was terrible. You couldn't do anything. And then I had Jack, and I get them maybe, maybe three or four Nothing times like a year. You got them. Nothing. Now I'm like, whatever. I don't care. It's fine. But it, after I had him, everything completely changed. Thank God. Um, you can have complications from migraines. There's four that are often diagnosed. Status, migrainous. <laughs> Persistent aura without infarction, migrainous infarction. And migraine aura triggered seizure. Ugh. So you can have some complications, usually rare. Usually it's just migraines, you feel like shit, and, that's and it. you move on. Um, my, there's also episodic syndromes that are associated with migraines. So people who suffer from migraines often suffer from these episodic syndromes like cyclical vomiting syndrome oh abdominal migraines which my sister had i, I don't had, think they should call those migraines but it it's a migraine it's like the same storm it's weird but it doesn't affect your Ouch. head it affects your abdomen um benign parax i know the words you're trying to say but i can't parox i can't say it now paroxysmal paroxysmal Parox, yeah, you yeah. guys know what we're trying Benign to say. Benign paroxysmal vertigo. Um, it, that's they used to call that a vestibular migraine. Yep. And then benign paroxysmal. Fucking. I get that word. Torticollis, which is a head tilt to one side. It's like a, a episodic syndrome. Your head will be kind of stuck to one side for a little while. My mother went to high school with a guy that walked. He like he'd walk around the city and he always had his head to one side. Yeah. That guy's so weird. He's like, oh, it's Chicky. Chicky. <laughs> Every head name. Um, Michael went with Lucky two times and oh, yeah. Righty and Lefty. And yeah. Lucy Goosey. Yeah. They all had weird names mm -hmm. back in that day. Go ahead. Um, but they're episodic syndrome, so they like start, they come and go. Mm -hmm. You're not constant with them. Um, hormonal migraines, morning migraines, weather migraines, they are no longer official migraines. I do get headaches when the rain when it's raining. Oh, oh no, yeah, yeah. I'll get into this, <laughs> but there it's not. It's I'm not that it may you not don't, be a migraine, but it's no, a, I, it's not that it isn't a migraine. But they only diagnose those seven, so right. that's part of one of those. So okay. if you, if you get it with an aura, it's an aura migraine. Do you got know it, what I mean? Like, it, yeah, they don't. They used to diagnose you with a, oh, you have weather migraines, or yeah. you have hormonal migraines. They're now just under those seven terms. Got it. Just kind of so like the world over, you're being diagnosed <laughs> with the same thing. They had too many subspecies. Yeah. Migraines are seen more in females. They can be familial. Um, they're diagnosed on clinical history, the reported symptoms, and by ruling out other things. Like, okay, let's take an MRI. Make sure you don't have a brain tumor. Right. That's why you're suffering from these headaches. Like, so they'll they'll rule out other causes of 
the pain mm-hmm. and the other disturbances, and then they'll diagnose you with migraine. Um, the pain of a migraine is usually described as pulsating, which it's I can Ooh. literally feel it. I'm like, like my something's pressure. gonna yep. blow. Like, yep. um, pulsating, throbbing, perforating, pounding, and debilitating. Mm-hmm. They are. You can't move. Like I said the last time when we were talking about we were gonna when we read the email, I was like, when people tell me they have a migraine and they're standing there talking to me and eating food, I'm like, yeah, you, you don't, don't have, a have a migraine. It's debilitating. Yeah. Um, Cold cloth across my eyes. Oh my god. Yeah. It's usually felt. Usually, it's felt in the forehead and on one side of the head. I get mine like through my eye, and then I literally I could pinpoint to you where it is. Oh yeah, it's yeah. in the back of my mm-hmm. brain, like the top of like I can literally be like it's here and yeah, like I usually get them right back here yeah um and I push on it doesn't help no it doesn't help um there's no official cause doctors just it's just an abnormal brain activity that affects nerve signaling and chemicals and blood vessels in the brain it's just they they don't really know what the actual cause is though mm-hmm. triggers for migraines bright lights severe heat or extreme weather dehydration changes in barometric pressure that's what I was going with Every yep. time there's a drop in barometric pressure, my godmother will call my mother and say, does Laura have a migraine today? Because the barometric pressure, I can, you can feel it. Yep. I know when I it drops. I get a headache when it's raining. Yep. Uh, hormone changes, loud sounds, intense physical activity, skipping meals, changes in sleep, oral contraceptives and nitroglycerin, unusual smells, smoking, alcohol, travel, foods like you said, chocolate, coffee, nitrates, um, MSG, mm-hmm. any of those foods can mm-hmm. trigger it. There's no cure for migraines, but there's treatment that can lessen the severity of them and the amount of them that you get. So a treatment plan for migraine would be lifestyle changes. Avoid stress. Avoid those triggers. Easier said than done. I know. Avoid the triggers, though. Like, don't, you know, if you're a migraine sufferer, you shouldn't be drinking a ton of alcohol. You shouldn't be smoking. You shouldn't, you know, there's a sleep. Try to get sleep. Um, You can take over-the-counter meds when you get one, like, NSAIDs, Tylenol, um, triptans for nerve pain, antiemetics, um, alkaloids like like Migranol. They're not used. That's not used often, but you can use it Mm -hmm. if the other things don't work for you. Then there's prescriptions that you take every day to prevent migraines. When you have like chronic migraine Mm -hmm. or you get them all the time, you're going to take something preventative. They're usually an antihypertensive. I took Indural from like the time I was eight till I was about wow. 16. Every day it's a blood pressure medication. That's a lot. And then when I was a teenager, they changed it. They they kind of stopped using Indural for mm-hmm. everything. And then I was on a Tenolol until after I had Jack. Wow. Um, Every day. And then it was in my chat after I had. And they're like, oh, we're sending you home with a visiting nurse. I'm like, why? Wow. And they're like. Oh, for your hypertension. I'm like, I don't have hypertension. Like, yeah, you do. I'm like, no, I don't. They're like, Garrett, you do. And I'm like, I don't have hypertension. Have you taken my, look at all my blood pressure. I don't have hypertension. Like, yeah, but you're on a tenolol. I'm like, but migraines. And they're like, but it's a blood pressure. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, get it out of my chat. Get it out of the box here, pal. It said though, someone put in it in my chat, hypertension, because I was on a tenolol. And I'm like, I don't have, I've never, look at all the blood pressures. I've never had a high blood pressure in my life. So they did correct that, but. They tried to send me home with a visiting nurse. Like, I, I'm good. But once I had him, when I got pregnant, I was on it, so they didn't want me to stop it. Right. And then after I had him, I came off, and I've been okay. Anyways. Uh, antihypertensive, anti-convulsants, um, some antidepressants like amitriptyline, which I did try when I was a teenager. I was on that for the migraines and sleeping. 
Um, you can get Botox in the head and oh, neck yeah, muscles. Yeah. It's not in your face, lady. It's not going to help your wrinkles, but it's in like all around your head and in your neck. And you get it like every three months. Mm-hmm. That is supposed to work wonders. Um, and then it's for those tension migraines. Yeah. Then calcitonin gene related peptides also are used. <laughs> oh, um, those peptides. Yeah. Um, and then there's meds once you get a migraine. So if you get a migraine and you suffer a lot from migraines, you can prescribe prescribed meds like Imitrex, which you can take as a pill form or an injection. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to help stop the migraine from progressing. I had Imitrex injections in my late teens, early 20s. They did nothing. Okay. It did nothing. I know I have to lay in a dark this. room yeah. with nothing going and just sleep until it's over because that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. But some people swear by Imitrex. Yeah, we have friends who are on it and yeah. they swear by it. Um. There's, um, if you, if you get migraines because of your hormones or your period or whatever, you can go on birth control pills or hormone therapy to try to help, Mm -hmm. um, keep your estrogen levels the same. Go to counseling for stress, um, try meditation, exercise, acupressure, acupuncture, exercise, try to stay healthy. Um, you know, try to live a clean lifestyle to try to help prevent the migraines. They're debilitating. Easier said than done. Yeah. Easier said than done. They literally... They're brutal. They're brutal. They're fucking brutal. So and yeah. I can't even like. I almost would rather have my legs chopped off than have a headache like that because I can't think. I can't concentrate. Like when there's any pain from the neck up, mm-hmm. it's so in your face you can't get yeah. around it. You know. I have. I can't even like. Like I'll know I'll get one because I can't read. Yep. Like I'll look at it. And I'm like I can't. I can see the letters. I can't read them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this it's is coming. This is bad. Yeah. And then the whole time I have it, I can't read anything. I can feel it coming on and then it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I can deal with it. And then all of a sudden it's so bad. I'm like, I gotta, I just gotta go lay down. Yeah. Then, so the girl that wrote us in about the migraines said she gets the hemiplegic, mm-hmm. I believe migraines. And then she said, look up Alice in Wonderland migraines. Right. It's wild. So I did look it up. It's Alice in, Wonder- Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Um, And I'm going to do a quick, I'll talk about mm-hmm. that real quick. I've never heard of this. Alice in Wonderland syndrome is a rare neurological disorder. It causes changes in visual perception, body image, and experience of time. It is not a migraine, though. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Um, so it, it it's this rare neurological condition. It causes temporary episodes of distorted perception and disorientation. You may feel larger or smaller than you actually are. All sound familiar? You may also find that the room you're in or the surrounding furniture seems to shift and feel further away or closer than it really is. That would be so weird. That's not a problem with your eyes. It is not a hallucination. Like, it is not. Mm -hmm. Um, They're caused by changes in how your brain perceives the environment you're in and how your body looks. It can affect multiple senses, including vision, touch, and hearing. You may lose a sense of time. Time may seem to pass faster or slower. Um... It primarily affects children and young adults. Most people outgrow it, but it's possible you can't experience it in adulthood. It's also known as Todd syndrome because it was identified by Dr. John Todd, who was a psychiatrist um, in Britain in the 1950s. He, when he was noting the symptoms, he was like, huh, this kind of is like that Alice in Wonderland, Alice character in um, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. So that's how it got its name, the Alice in Wonderland. Well, you know, I looked it up too, but when we were doing these. They think he might have had that syndrome. Yeah. Lewis Carroll, who wrote them. Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. And that's why he wrote, they think that's why he wrote that. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. Um, They can last like 
two minutes or they can last up to half an hour. So if, can you imagine for half an hour being like everything's weird and distorted and right. shaped? Um, people who experience Alice in Wonderland syndrome are more likely to experience migraines. Some doctors believe it's an aura. Like it's an early indication of a migraine. Others believe it's like kind of a subtype of a migraine. The size distortion is, I'm not going to say, micro, I'm not going to say this, micropesia. (laughs) It's a sensation that your body or objects around you are growing smaller. Macropesia is a sensation that your body or objects are growing larger. Eat one side of the mushroom, you get bigger. Eat one side of the mushroom, you get smaller. So both are very common in AWS or Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Um, Perceptual distortion, you you can feel like the objects near you are growing larger or that they're closer to you, that's called, why do I try this? Pelopsia. Pelopsia. The opposite is- Nancy Pelosi. The opposite is telopsia. That's the the sensation that things are moving away from you or they're getting smaller. Um, Like I said, they feel like time is either like speeding up or it's wicked, wicked slow. And every sound, even like- typically quiet sounds so like you know if you hear like water running through the pipes when someone flushes the toilet it gets it sounds like it's wicked wicked loud oh. and it's um like really intrusive mm-hmm. like any sound is very intrusive and then there's you can also lose um have a loss of limb control or loss of coordination <laughs> i have that all the time <laughs> it feels like your muscles are acting involuntarily like you I feel like you could you see can't. the hand signal she just did with that <laughs> it was really filthy i didn't mean it like that <laughs> It can affect how you move a walk. You can become uncoordinated. You can have difficulty moving because you feel like you don't have control over your right. movements. Um, they don't know what causes it, but they know it is not a problem with your eyes. They know it is not a hallucination and they know it is not a mental illness. That's so weird. Yeah. They believe that it's like you have unusual electrical activity in the brain, which causes abnormal blood flow to the parts of the brain that process your environment. Wow. Um, one study found that oh no that never mind oh, although it's completely different yeah although um they have to research it more because it's like this bizarre it's very weird thing migrating migraine is considered the leading cause for Alice in Wonderland syndrome in adults so if you have migraines that would could, could cause be, you to have this, this as an adult an infection is considered the primary cause for Alice in Wonderland syndrome in children wow um other po- other possible causes are stress cough medicine um <laughs> hallucinogenic drugs that'll do it that'll make sense yeah epilepsy. lsd will do that to you every time yeah epilepsy epilepsy stroke and brain tumor um like i said migraines are like a big link to alice in wonderland infections like epstein-barr virus oh, I that. um that causes mono mm-hmm. um and that's a leading risk factor and genetics. If you have a family history of migraines and AWS, you have a much higher experience uh, um, risk for getting this experience. They diagnose you again by like kind of ruling out everything else. They do an MRI scan, make sure you don't have a brain tumor. You know, they do imaging. They do an EEG, which is um, they measure the electrical electric activity in your brain. They do blood tests to see if you have an Epstein-Barr virus or anything. Uh, they think it's underdiagnosed. Because kids get it, so they think, they and it's like it. a minute or two, so they might go, "Mom, the couch is so small." Yeah. You know, what I mean? like because <laughs> it can last for like seconds. Second. Yeah. You know, so they're like, 
people like, all right, whatever, like a three-year-old's telling you the furniture got small or something, you know, so they think it's an underdiagnosed problem. Um, there's no treatment for it. If you're a child. Just going to write it out. Yeah. I mean, you rest, wait, have them lay down, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get them checked, though, because if they have Epstein-Barr, they can get on antibiotics mm-hmm. or whatever. Um you just treat like the underlying cause. If you get migraines and you get this, they treat the migraines. If you have an infection, they treat the infection. Um, there's not really any severe complications it leads to, and you'll be okay. But it's just a very, very weird it's like experience. Drugs. Right. So weird. that was Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Well, mm-hmm. comma. Mm-hmm. Since it was the holiday season, Laura, I yes. brought a little special edition okay. to this episode. I felt like we should throw... Now, I'm going to say Christmas because that's what I celebrate. I'm sure Hanukkah has its own weird traditions in Diwali and Kwanzaa and everything else. But I'm going to talk about the most terrifying Christmas traditions around the world. And I'm going to start with traditions in Austria, Slovenia, Croatia, and Northern Italy. We're going to talk about the Krampus. Oh, the Krampus. The Krampus. So in many years, I have a Krampus sitting on my goddamn living room table that Mike insists. I literally put it back in the box and put it down here to. I didn't see Krampus. Not come out. I think I moved it. I literally put it away. Krampus. Yeah, mine doesn't look up. I put it away in the box, like under everything, and said, "Okay, you can put that stuff back in the basement." He fucking found it. I gotta see Krampus before I leave. Oh god. All right. Well, Krampus is popular. We've made movies about Krampus. And in many European countries, Saint Nicholas has companions who act as a negative counterpart. Mm-hmm. Krampus is a demonic half-goat monster with horns and a long tongue. Mm -hmm. He drags chains behind him as he walks and rattles them ominously. He carries a birch whip to whip bad children and sometimes a (laughs) basket or a snack for kidnapping them. Oh, God! That fucking Krampus. You you little old scamp, you. Oh, my God. The eve of St. Nicholas, the 5th of December, is Kramp... All right. These are really weird names, so you got to be patient with me. Krampusnat. Hordes of Krampuses march through the oh. alpine towns in elaborate sinister costumes. In recent years, the Krampuses' tendency to go on drunken rampages and getting in fights and destroying properties has become a bit of a problem. No. When you watch The Office, do you remember the episode where Dwight was like, yeah. was he Krampus? I think he was Krampus. Or was he well, like Dwight and Schnitzel? Yeah, I don't think he was like, I think he was supposed to be Krampus, but they did like a... Something else? Yeah, because he's, you know how he lived on Because like he a, had the whip and everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. In Austria and Bavaria, we have Frau Perkta. Oh. Perkta. Perkta. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how the hell to pronounce Frau's name. But she's a bitch. Oh. And she's a witch. Oh. Who comes to see who has been naughty or nice. She sits... She slits the bellies of bad children. Oh my god! And stuffs their corpus, corpses with straw. Oh my god! Wow. We have fucking Saint Nick come down the chimney, black boots, cherry nose, jolly old belly. Yeah. They get a bitch who slits the bellies of bad children and stuffs it with straw, god man. Almighty. It's sort of like Santa bringing coal, but with disembowelment instead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You go, Frau Krikta. <laughs> then you have in Wales, Mary. Marie L W I D. Okay. I don't know how the hell you pronounce that. There's no vowels. That's what he looks like. Ew. <laughs> what is that? Well, Laura, if you're Welch, it's a creature with a horse skull wearing a long billowing cloak and trailed by people chanting. 
and the horse's eyes cavities are fake eyeballs and its mouth is slightly ajar and you will become paralyzed in terror Oh my what God. the fuck are these Christmas? Why? Europe is maybe awful. Ch- maybe their children might behave excellently. Oh. As you wet yourself in fear, <gasps> oh. the adults around you wish each other a happy new year. <laughs> happy new year. <laughs> this will keep the kids in bed now. Yeah. You hear? Well, <laughs> yeah. well, in Iceland, hmm. you have Kryla the Yule cat. Oh, that's Kryla. Uh, we know how you feel you about know cats, I don't right? Like cats. She is a giant Kryla. Is a giant ogre who lives in a cave, and during Christmas she emerges to hunt for children, mm-hmm. which she kidnaps, takes to a cave, and cooks in a vat of straw. Maybe oh, I'm no, a maybe, vat of stew. Maybe I'm Icelandic, and that's why I hate. They cats. always want to eat children. Why, like Hansel and Gretel? They're going to be eaten in the gingerbread they're house. Weak. Fucking it's Frau Prasa, she guts you and eats it. Like what the fuck? So she kidnaps, she takes you to cave, she cooks you in a vat of stew. She's a various variety of companions including you lads her 13 unruly troll troll children large adult sons oh my god i am not saying this word because it's got the umlauts and all this (laughs) shit in it it's the yule cat okay walking among us like a roaring lion and seeking whomever he may devour the massive yule cat lopes throughout the town in the dark peering into the lighted window of children's bedrooms the only way to save yourself from being eaten is to show him that you've gotten clothes for christmas because you were good this year if you didn't get any new clothes and you leave out old clothes and you hope to god that the the cat will agree that you were good that year else he's taking you to Gryla to eat in the store. That is some genius parent that was like, no I'm not shit. buying this kid fucking toys. I'm buying him new clothes. clothes that's and then you you're going to be happy about it because yep. it's going to save your life. Fucking cats. I love cats. Ugh. You've got Hans Trapp. He's from France. Well, <laughs> that didn't sound like very Hans French. Trapp. No, he sounds like he's Bavarian. All right. Alsatian law, Hans Trapp. This is another one. I got to fix my glasses for this one. He's a local man renowned for his greed and his unscrupulousness. He used witchcraft and deals with the devil to become rich. Jesus. After being excommunicated from the Catholic Church, he lost his wealth and social standing, and he took to the roaming of the countryside disguised as a scarecrow. At some point, Hans Trapp became consumed with the idea of tasting human flesh. Ew. He he lured a shepherd boy to his death, then cooked him over a fire. Before Hans Trapp could take his good... First bite, however, God, finally feeling that things had gone just a little too Just a far, little. Maybe stepped in five minutes before. down with lightning. Hans Trapp died, but he returned sometimes at Christmas to go from door to door looking for young, tasty God children. Almighty. Who tells their kids these stories? I don't know. Why would you tell your kid, oh, if you're not good, fucking Hans Trapp's going to yeah, come. I'm telling you, maybe these kids are really well behaved. In Greece, Bulgaria, Serbia, and Turkey, you've got the... Kali Kanzari. Oh. I think I did a good job at that. Did you? He looks like, um, if you've ever watched the old Twilight Zone. Yeah. With the guy on the wing. Yeah. You know, when yep, I think I it's Captain about. Kirk's looking out the window. Yeah. And there's an, that's what Kali Kanzari. I'll put these like. on social media yes, when the episode comes out. He's a goblin. He spends most of the uh, underground trying to bring out about the apocalypse. Oh. During Advent, though. Oh, of course. <laughs> They come out on human territory to cause mischief and evil. Mm. They are sometimes described as black furry creatures with tusks and horns. And they are usually... 
they are usually male and hung like a fucking horse. That's what it says? Yeah. It says, well, grotesquely well endowed. So wow. I'm going to say they hung like a fucking horse. I mean, why add that to the story? Why not? Why add that He to comes the story? out with his big dick to just terrorize the fucking family. <laughs> ah! Woo! Here I come, knocking on the window with my big dick. <laughs> oh, God bless. I'm telling you, we the Americans missed out on our fucking lawyer because we just got Santa Claus. We got the stupid elf on the shelf. Mm. We just kept it really PG. Yeah. All right. France, Belgium, and Switzerland. Pere Futad. Oh, God, these names are fucking brutal. Okay, Pere Futad was a butcher. He and his wife kidnapped, robbed, and killed wealthy children. Jesus. Why not the wealthy? And then carved their bodies up and hid them in, hid them in salting barrels. Ew. Must be that salty, that salty meat that gives you the headache. Yeah. Fucking kids. It's the kids. St. Nicholas discovered the crime and brought the children back to life. As even like... <laughs> He like, comes seeing Nick with yeah. his backpack. Oh, yeah. Comes across the fucking butcher who's eating kids. He's like, "What are you doing? I'm done here." I'm picturing like a Columbo Saint Nick. <laughs> He's got the little one more thing. One more thing, ma'am, ma'am. One more thing. I'm taking those children. So as punishment, he forced Pere Fortad into bondage as his eternal cannibal manservant. Oh, wow. I didn't know Saint Nick had a cannibal manservant. Is that what the Grinch? Any is? kind of servant. It's the Grinch a cannibal manservant? Maybe. So as he follows St. Nick around dealing with problem children. So this is a man dressed up as him with a cot. Behind his... Santa yes, in like the sleigh. Yes, like the DPW. He's following a behind Santa just in case kids get unruly. And that is seven of the most wow. terrifying Christmas tra- traditions around I've the world. I've never heard such a thing in my life. No shit, because Americans are just so PG. That's ridiculous. Could you imagine like your grandmother from Bavaria coming over and be like, well, let me tell you about Hans Trapp. They're going to rip you open and stuff you with straw. straw. And then they're going to cook you in stew. And the gruel cat will come around and that eat you alive. That would be the scariest part for me is no, the gruel cat. shit. Ugh. Or the guy with the big dick on your window. I'd rather that than the cat, to be honest. I think the big dick guy's New Year's Eve. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, that doesn't sound Christmassy. So anyway. We have a uh, email. And the email. Yeah. Bring out the emails. Bring out your dead. Okay, um, all right. So the this email is Christmas disease episode. <laughs> wow, I, that was like last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Two years ago. I love you, ladies. We love what you a too. find. Not really sure how I stumbled upon your show, but I am thrilled. <laughs> As a New England gal myself, yep, Massachusetts for sure. This is the script, pun intended, I needed for another long week of giving flu shots and COVID boosters at the pharmacy where I work. That's a blast. Yeah. I finally realized one of my bosses is a narcissist. So I will <laughs> just have... now realized. So maybe have... Hans drop. Maybe. <laughs> so I will have my earbud in listening to all of your prior episodes and quietly laughing whilst not giving a shit as to what said boss <laughs> says or does. Ha ha. Um, oh, and by the way, my husband John and I have three sons, and the youngest Peter is studying to be a nurse. Oh, God it... bless Peter. Yeah. Is it too soon to turn him onto scissors and scrubs? Never. 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 Ha ha. And lastly. Have I used enough commas? I blame <laughs> well, it on the comma. excellent schooling. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and yours. Um, I don't want to say your name just because you said that about your boss. I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> just in give case. Give flu shots. But you know who you are. Everybody's apparently you. getting fired now for sharing our shit. Yeah. So. Um, you know who you are. Thank you for the email. Yes. And Merry Christmas to you as well. Yes. Um, so this is the end of this year. This is our last episode yeah. for 2022. We wish you all a very happy, healthy holiday season, yes. a very, very happy new year. Yes. And we have a fun, cute little episode to bring in the new year with. 
Is it fun and cute? Oh, I love my dogs. Oh, okay. I love right. my dogs. Right. I almost started crying. They were so cute. I love my dogs. They're okay. the best. They're going to make the episode for you guys. There's a little bit of death. There's a little bit of illness. But then the dogs save the day. <laughs> okay. Well, the fucking dogs save the day. I can't I wait love to my hear dogs. about the dogs. So, Happy New Year, and we'll see you 2023. Happy New Year. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.